going on, my friends? This your boy Antoine Smithy Smith, Smithy Sports Machine. Y'all know how I get down. Y'all know how I do it. Y'all tune into the Sports Machine podcast with your boy Smitty. Uh, this episode, man, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Odell Beckham Jr. and the antics he pulled on the field at the national championship game. I'm gonna also give y'all my predictions for the AFC and NFC championship games. Those, man, those would be two great games. And um, my final thought is going to be dedicated to one of my supporters out there, uh, Deborah Zettermeyer. You know, I'm going to show her that I appreciate her supporting me for the last couple of years. And it's going to be a great show, man. But y'all sit back in those chairs and relax. And I'll be right back in a couple of seconds as I talk Odell Beckham Jr. and his antics in New Orleans. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike Patton, a.k.a. The General, SportsAwakening.com, and you're tuned in to Smitty Sports Machine and my boy, Antoine Smitty Smith. Okay, we're going to start this thing off, man. Odell Beckham Jr., we all know he a clown, man, but, you know, the answers that he pulled, man, if y'all don't know, uh, he's been uh, issued an arrest warrant. He's cooperating with police on a altercation that happened on the field during the national championship game in New Orleans Monday night as his LSU Tigers beat the Clemson Tigers to take home the national championship college football, 42-25. And... Odell Beckham, man, uh, my boy, he always gets on me about, you know, getting on Odell, but, you know, some things that Odell have to stop, man. They just have to stop. It's time for you to grow up, man. It's time. Uh, you're making millions of dollars. You're blessed. And you still, you know, you know, just want to make a scene and want to make the airwaves. It seems like popularity at this point is more important, you know, than playing football. Uh, we didn't hear a peep out of him, you know, during the football season. But at the same time, you know, that's kind of scary. Because he's a type person that has to have attention. Uh, has to, you know, seem like he wants things his way. But life don't work like that. And to get caught up in someone else's celebration to bring attention to yourself uh, is just selfish to me. And if you think about it, you know, you've played college football before. You know yourself that at the end of the day, that you cannot, you know, take handouts, take money uh, from, take money from uh, anybody. Uh, You've seen the things over the past where, you know, student athletes were, you know, suspended, uh, kicked off the team for things like this. But think about this, man. Would you, why would you put those kids' future in jeopardy like that? Because, um, but man, it's, it's just to the point, man. You got to, you know, grow up. And Odell Beckham Jr. is a talented, you know, receiver. But to be honest, 
if you ask me, he would have a better career as an actor. So, at least he has a life after football. But, uh, yeah, man, you got to grow up. I mean, what in the... But I just don't know, man. I just don't know. But, um, Odell, man, you got to grow up, dog. You got to grow up. And hopefully this is the last, you know... Pete will hear from him for a while because uh, this right here should be eye-opening, man, because simple batter on the police officer, man, that, that travels with you. It doesn't sound like much, but, you know, no matter who it is, no matter what they do, everyone wants their claim to fame. If they get their 10 seconds in the, in the spotlight, you know, it could change their life for the good or for the bad. But Odell Beckham, man, this is just, you know, ridiculous because um, could have been avoided could have been avoided but I'm going to give you all my championship predictions uh, coming up and um, I think y'all going to be a little pissed with me but it is what it is I do what I do I'll be right back Yo, this is Will Walker from Will's Take on Sports on Spreaker.com, and you're listening to the best darn sports podcaster in the city of Atlanta, my boy Smitty Smith and Smitty Sports Machine. Take care. I holla. Jump into these championship games, AFC, NFC. Uh, first, I'm gonna go AFC, and it's the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and Tennessee Titans at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Uh, I expect this game to be hard hitting to say the least. Uh, Arrowhead is one of the toughest places to play. Uh, if you are an NFL fan, you would know this. Uh, those fans are they're off the meat right when it comes to cheering. You can hardly hear yourself think. And that should be an advantage, you know, for the Kansas City Chiefs. But if y'all know recent history, Tennessee Titans went in their wild card weekend two years ago, knocked Kansas City off at home. Trick, you know, Derrick Henry went off in that game too. Uh, Marcus Mariota caught a deflection for a touchdown pass. Uh, one of the craziest things I ever saw. And on top of that, you know, this game, you know, it, it matches, you know, a strong arm young quarterback against a bull of a young running back in Derrick Henry. So, you know, one will have to keep the other off the field. And I think, you know, that's where the advantage comes in for Tennessee. Derrick Henry, um, a couple of hundred yards away from a playoff record for rushing yards. And if they win this game, he'll definitely get it. If he doesn't get it this game. But, Tennessee, to me, has the advantage because I like their defense better than I like Kansas City's defense. Kansas City played well, but you see last week at the beginning of that, you know, game against the Houston Texans that uh, they could fall behind very quickly. Even though they scored 51 of their final 58 points, uh, you can see if they fall behind, you know, they're liable to get beat. And Tennessee's defense, you know, is to me one of the top defense, a top 10 defense in the league. And 
with a explosive running a explosive running game like they have, uh, I think uh, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous mix in the playoffs. As my boy Mike Robb said, you know that would be one of the teams to watch. Uh, his state his statement is holding true so far, and man, Tennessee is you know just hard to beat. And I I'm gonna pick Tennessee in this game. I think Derrick Henry is on a you know wild man streak, and uh, they've hit their stride at the perfect time. And this is why I'm gonna take Tennessee in this game, 20 to 17. Now, if you remember, it, it shouldn't be a surprise because. Um, Look back at 2012 when the Giants won the championship. 9-7, hit their stride at the right time. This feels like one of those teams. So, when you hit your stride like Tennessee's hit theirs, you know, it's hard to go against that. So, I'm going to go Tennessee 20-17 in Kansas City. Let's go over to the NFC Championship game. San Francisco 49ers, Green Bay Packers. This game, too, has the old-style feel, as you remember, back in the 90s. Uh, Steve Young against Brett Favre, some of the classic matchups. Uh, so this, you know, matches, you know, two great quarterbacks as well. I'm not going to say great with Jimmy Garoppolo, but, you know, he's earned my trust as, you know, one of the, you know, better quarterbacks of 2019. Aaron Rodgers, you know, to me, I think he's on a decline, but at the same time, you know, I think, um, he has a good enough team around him to take him to another Super Bowl. Jimmy Jimmy Graham showed up last week, which is I think was major, you know, when it came to them having a chance to win. And now that they have, you know, finally have a running back behind Aaron Rodgers, you know, it gives them another weapon. Uh, Aaron Jones uh, led the league in touchdown runs and is very underrated, you know, as a running back. Nobody puts him in the top 10, but next year he will definitely be in mind because uh, rushing and receiving, you know, he had about 1,500 yards or so from scrimmage. So that kid, man, he's in the right system with the right quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers finally has his blessing. Defensive-wise, I think the Packers are too up and down, which is scared, what scares me about them in this game. Against a San Francisco team, that can pound the ball down your throat with a three-headed monster. Um, it's kind of scary. They can stop you on defense and pound the ball down your throat, which means they would shoot clock. Like I said in the other game, this is key. This is key in the playoffs, running the football. I think 49ers do it better than the Packers do. I think Aaron Rodgers will have to make plays and keep that 49ers defense on their heels for the Packers to have a chance. Uh, if you remember that blowout uh, in the regular season when uh, the 49ers beat the Packers, um, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Now, I don't think that'll happen this game, but I think it's kind of scary, you know, that um, the 49ers, you know, are still, still that dangerous. And they're one game from the Super Bowl for the first time. Um since uh, 2012 uh, when uh, they beat the Baltimore Ravens. So, look at, you know, think about this. If Jimmy Garoppolo wins this game, he will have left New England uh, under a championship coach in Bill Belichick, got up under a coach, you know, in Kyle Shanahan that went to the Super Bowl with the Falcons a couple years back. 
and he went from one system to the other. Uh, yes, he was hurt, you know, much of uh, his first season. But 2019 showed that Jimmy Garoppolo could be one of the top quarterbacks in the near future, at least for the next five years. He has a great team around him, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Um, they put together a great team. And this 49ers team reminds you of the 49ers of, of the 80s. A uh, strong run game like with Roger Craig. Uh They don't have a great receiver, but they have a, de- a good tight end uh, in George Kittle that can make plays, uh, can, you know, score touchdowns. And they have Emmanuel Sanders uh, who's getting up there in age, but can be that number one receiver. So it's pl- plenty of similarities between, you know, this 49ers team and 49ers of the 80s. But I'm going to pick San Francisco at home. And I'm going to pick them 27-17 over the Green Bay Packers. Simply because I think they can run the ball down uh, the Packers' throat. And I don't think the Packers will have an answer for it. I like the Packers' defense, but I think the 49ers' young offensive line is anchored by Joe Staley, a veteran left tackle. I think they will be too much for that Packers' defensive line. And I think the Packers win this game in the trenches. 27-17 is my pick. Uh, for the Packers and the 49ers. When I come back, I'll give my final thoughts, answer a question from one of my biggest supporters on social media, um, Deborah Zettemeyer. Stay tuned. What's going on? It's your man, Raphael Haynes, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy. Did you miss me? It's a must that you keep it locked here on the Sports Machine Podcast. My man, Smitty Smitty. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give y'all my final thoughts. This is a new segment that I'm coming up with. Uh, I'm going to give y'all a thought on one of the hottest topics out there. Uh, but the first one that I'm going to do, I'm going to dedicate to one of my, you know, supporters out there, uh, Deborah Zetemeyer, uh, Los Angeles Chargers fan. Uh, as y'all know, Antonio Gates retired this past week, uh, after 17 years in the NFL. And, um, I think, uh, he's the first ballot Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Uh, 117 touchdown receptions. It's remarkable, remarkable, no matter what position you play. Uh, but... He uh, was one of the staples there uh, in the in the 2000s and the 2010s, along with Philip Rivers and Ladanian Tomlinson. It's pretty sad that San Diego didn't put a team, you know, around those three players, uh, one of the best trios uh, in a 10-year period, in any 10-year period in the NFL, and I think they deserve that. Now, if you ask me. Um, Antonio Gates is probably top five in my opinion. Uh, is tight ends all time. Uh, he might get a little flack for the, um, you know, PED uh, suspension, but to me that don't mean nothing because you still have to go out there, you still have to produce, still have to put up numbers. So I wipe that under the rug. But at the same time, you know, it goes without saying that. Um, I just don't understand why that team, you know, had to leave San Diego. 
had to, you know, endure, you know, all those almost what ifs and all that. Because uh, I think uh, AJ Smith, he could have built that team a lot better. And saying, and Philip Rivers, who's probably in his last year there as well, um, should have, you know, a ring on their finger. So, salute to Antonio Gates. Great career, man. Salute to you. And you deserve, you know, Canton once your six years is up. Now, another question that she asked me and wanted my opinion uh, was the Dallas Cowboys um, head coach, former head coach, Jason Garrett, uh, got a vulgar text message. Um, player told him, butt the fuck off. Um, that player is unknown and anonymous, but to be honest, I'm going to say it. I don't give a damn about him being anonymous. This thing right here is common sense. It's all about respect, man. All about respect. You're an adult. You know, this coach has tried to get y'all from point A to point B. He worked with what he had. Uh, you have a owner in Jerry Jones that's an egomaniac. Think everything revolves around him and won't let, you know, he won't let, you know, a general manager come in and do their job, build a team the right way. He wants to do it his way. He worked in the 90s. This is the 2020s. Not going to work anymore. Until they get a GM in there, that team is not ever, ever going to be right. But you disrespecting a grown man, not just a coach, but a grown man, doesn't make any sense. Think about this. If somebody done that to one of your parents, your child, or anybody of relevance to you, I guarantee you wouldn't like it. And even if somebody done it to you, you would not like it. So it's all about respect, common sense, and dignity. And you don't have any of those, it seems like. And I don't wish bad things on people, but you don't deserve to play in the NFL. It's a blessing, and you're taking it for granted. Don't disrespect nobody, you know, if you don't want them to disrespect you. We will find out who this person is, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who they are. Respect is respect. But those are my quick thoughts. Deborah, thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it. And on top of that, salute to you as well. Please keep supporting me, and I'll keep trying to put out great content. But that's my show for today. Thank y'all for tuning in. I enjoy talking sports. And as I said, catch all my platforms on my Twitter page at FatboySlim underscore 21. That's F-A-T-B-O-I-S-L-I-M underscore 21 on Twitter. As I always say at the end of my segments, I will catch y'all on the flip side, my good people. Peace.